Hello, everybody. Welcome to What's Your Story? Today's episode is called I Know You Are, But What Am I? The purpose of today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about how I'm exhausted. Now, let me explain. When I was nine years old, I used to work at a supermarket. I used to bag groceries. That was the thing I did. It was a bit young, but nonetheless, it was what I was doing at the time. There were a lot of Hispanic men, of course. A lot of the people that worked there felt as though they could be comfortable with my sisters and I and just tell us whatever, as they do in the Dominican culture. I don't know if it's the same in any other culture, but because I'm Dominican, that's what I know. So around 10 years old, this gentleman, for lack of a better word, came up to me, looked at my hands and said, wow, someday you're going to make a man happy. Now, 10-year-old Marisol had no idea what that meant. 33-year-old Marisol knows exactly what he meant. So now fast forward a few years later, I'm 12 years old, and I started to gain weight. Puberty had hit me pretty hard, and I was scratching my arms and my stomach a lot, which in turn gave me stretch marks. So one day I was sitting in my bedroom, someone came up to me and said, Marisol, don't you see all those stretch marks on your body? Ew, they don't gross you out? And just like that, walked right back out. When I was about 13, somebody had said to me, you know what I did to lose weight? I took a picture of myself. And then I would look at that picture every day, and then that would motivate me to lose weight. You should do the same. When I was about 13, I had gotten my hair relaxed, because at the time I had very uh, coarse hair, so it was difficult for me to manage. When you're younger and you first get a relaxer, they don't do a very good job of gauging when you need to take the relaxer out. You're supposed to tell them, hey, it's burning. But they think that because you're a child, you don't know any better. So they left it on there for a little bit too long, and my scalp ended up burning. It burned so bad that it blistered, and then the blisters popped, so that liquid ended up making my hair hard. So it was just clumpy, but you're not supposed to wash it out the very next day because science. I went to work with my hair clumpy, and I put it in a low ponytail. And this kid, who (laughs) coincidentally happened to be the first boy I ever kissed, which is why this even hit me the way it did, he said to me, ew, your ponytail looks like a raccoon's tail. Needless to say, I never wore my hair down again. When I was about 19, I had dated this guy and we broke up. It was a bit sour, but we had worked together. And in turn, he and another coworker were talking and he had mentioned something about me. He was like, oh, you mean Marisol Marisol, the girl that works up front? And he said, yeah, the one with the stupid tooth. When I was about 19, I was having a lot of issues health-wise. I was getting very bad asthma. I was constantly getting headaches, really bad anxiety. And I needed to figure a way to change my life, to get better. But before I did that, I ended up going on these steroids, which in turn caused facial hair to grow on me. Now, I'm not growing a full beard or anything, but my mustache (laughs) grew a bit more aggressive than others, which just meant that I had to constantly wax it. A boyfriend that I had at the time was like, ugh, you really should go get that taken care of. At that point, I had been suffering mild depression because this was happening to me. I couldn't breathe and I just didn't know how to handle it. When I was about 24, I worked in a restaurant and this gentleman comes up to me. He was there to fix one of the machines and he said, where are you from? So I tell him I'm Dominican. And he goes, yeah, I could tell by your big nose. When I was about 24, I was intimate with somebody and they had looked at my chest and they were like, oh, they're so big. 
Every single time somebody told me this, it went putting a notch in my self-esteem. And I think that self-esteem is such a peculiar thing. I'll explain. We don't know we've lost said self-esteem until we lose it. So if when that man had said that about my hands, I had never had thought, wow, my hands are big. But there was something in the back of my mind that would always tell me, wow, your hands are just like your dad's. They're a little bit big, but whatever. It helps me carry these heavy groceries. So when that man told me that, it almost as if clicked in my mind, oh, they are weird. Now I'm embarrassed about it. When that person had made the comment about the stretch marks, I was already having issues with my weight at that point. I wasn't growing up to be this beautiful flower the way my other sisters were. So I was already feeling some type of way. And when that person had said that, it had almost confirmed the thing that I thought in my mind. Wow, I hate these stretch marks and in turn made me feel like I hated my body. So I would wear these oversized shirts to cover them and these huge jeans so that you couldn't see my shape or my figure because I always thought it was so gross. I don't want anybody else to see it. And in that point, it became a preventative measure. I don't want anyone else to see anything that they could potentially make fun of me for. Being of Hispanic culture, people like to voice their opinions very freely. They will tell you, I don't like that shirt you're wearing. Man, you should do something about your hair. Why do you wear that? One time, this woman actually criticized me about the size of my feet. Man, you've got some big feet. So in the Hispanic culture, they feel very free to say what they want to you because they feel as though, hey, they're telling you the truth. So what's the problem? It's not like I'm telling you something that's a lie. When that person made that comment about my tooth, of course, he was Hispanic. In my mind... It was the truth and it notched me. And every comment that has been made ever since then has notched me in such a way that it became hard for me to confidently walk into a room and say, my opinion matters. My voice matters. What I do or say matters. What I say has weight to it and could potentially help or hurt someone. Because I always thought, oh, no way. No one's going to want to see this hot mess of a woman coming in. One time I was on my way to a party with... And I'm going to be brutally honest here. I was on my way to a party with my ex and there were these beautiful girls, of course, what in my opinion were beautiful. I knew they were going to be there and they were fit and young. I'm talking like five years younger than me, beautiful blonde, long hair and curly beach waves. They would wear crop tops. They would have on these beautiful summer dresses. And I was going in a tank top dress. And I became frozen, paralyzed with fear. This huge douse of self-hatred because I had these stretch marks on my arms that I didn't want. I didn't want anyone to see them and especially not these beautiful, flawless girls. I didn't want these men to see me and be grossed out by me. I just wanted to crawl and run away and hide. But I knew that that was wrong. I knew that I couldn't think that way. I knew that that was not a way that I could live. What was I supposed to do in that moment? Go home? I cried. And I cried and I cried and I couldn't breathe. And then I finally took a second and realized that this is something that I've been battling for a very long time. And although I thought I was over it, I apparently wasn't in that moment. In an effort to get out of my own skin and get out of my own head, I went inside anyway. And I had the most fun. And I knew that nobody was looking at me that way. But even if they did, there's nothing that I can do about it. They're already on there and it's the skin that I have and I own and there's nothing else that I can do about it. Oftentimes, I would try to go out and buy outfits that would accent this or flatten that or help here, tuck there. I would wear camis that were tight fitting so that they would hold my belly in because I was so fat. 
in my mind. When I was about 20 years old, I cut all my hair off. It was the relaxer that I had had. I was tired of having to wait till it grew out and all my hair would fall out and I'd have to get it relaxed again. So I finally decided to just shave it all off. So I ended up cutting it super short. I didn't buzz it, but it was very short, barely even an inch long. And my family hated it. I felt so free. It was the first moment, the first step in me taking back my quote unquote confidence. It was the first moment that I felt as though this is something that I want to do and I'm going to go ahead and do it. And it was the most liberating thing. And then shortly after, my mother hated it. (laughs) And in an effort to please her, I relaxed it again. But then I ended up cutting it off again. There are small moments in life that you end up getting rain of your life. And that was one of them. It was summertime and it was hot out. And I had this ginormous shirt on. I was so hot. (laughs) I couldn't even. And in that moment, I was like, girl, you need to figure something out because you cannot live your life like this. Wearing these oversized shirts throughout the summer, you're going to melt. So that was the first time that I went with a shorter shirt until eventually getting into a tank top. There's nothing I can do about my teeth other than getting braces. And they cost like four grand. And I'm sorry, but I'm not made of money. So that's going to stay just like that. And my hands are the only hands I've got. These are the hands that are literally just like my father's. They're a reminder of him. And these are the hands that have carried me through some of the hardest labor I've ever had to deal with and through some of the toughest moments and have wiped tears away from my eyes and have held people that I've loved. Why would I ever hate these hands? I think that there came a point in my life I was just so exhausted of hating myself, so tired of hating these things about me that I just couldn't take it anymore. And little by little, I said, these are the hands I've got. Deal with it. Next. These are the feet I have. How can I be five foot six? At the time, I was 220 pounds. How can I be five foot six, 220 pounds, and have size five foot? It's impossible. I would topple over. And this is the hair I have. These are the eyes I have. This is the nose I have. And if you don't like it, I cannot add it on to the other things in my life that have already frustrated me or that make me happy or whatever the case may be because you don't like it. I'm tired of hating myself. I want to start to just move on. And that's what happened. I started this weight loss journey about 10 years ago and I'm close to losing almost 100 pounds. So there's a lot of loose skin. With that comes a readjustment of your confidence. When you lose weight, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Your mind doesn't lose weight, only your body does. Your mind in turn has to catch up. You go to the mall and you pick out a size 16 jean because you know that that's what fit you. Even though you're down 40 pounds, you can't help but be afraid that those pants aren't going to fit you because that's all you've ever known. This is all you've ever known. Aside from all of that, you have a next hurdle to deal with, which is this new body that you have. When I was heavier set, I was happy because this is the body that I've known since 12 years old. So to me, it was almost like home and I felt so comfortable in my skin. But then once I started to lose weight, I realized that I could achieve something that my mind had known, had seen, had wanted. So I was like, oh man, here we go. And I started to hate the body that I had. So it takes an adjustment. I embrace it. And I think that that's what's been able to help me. Just embracing what I have, accepting it, knowing this is the body that I have right now. 
These are the attributes that I have right now. These are the things that make me who I am at this very moment. And there is nothing that I can do about it unless I choose to do something about it. If I don't like my weight, then I have to work at it. It's so easy to get trapped in our minds and for our minds to betray us at the turn of every corner. But in turn, we have to betray it back by saying, yes, I get it, whatever, next. I'm tired of wearing my hair down to cover my ears or my bangs to cover my forehead or gloves to cover my hands or makeup to cover a birthmark. I'm tired of it. I just want to be me. I just want to wear the skin that I have and move forward. Because that little thing called confidence, it's ever evolving. You only notice somebody else's quote unquote ugliness when it's something that you don't like about yourself or something that you admire about yourself. If you worked hard to get a fit body and to have a six pack, then you're gonna subconsciously start looking at other people's bodies. I have hands that I once didn't like and I constantly look at other people's hands just to see what hands they have. It's ever evolving. I just hope that we can all get exhausted at some point, sooner rather than later, and just start accepting and become comfortable. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Any comments you may have, please make sure to drop them. And I hope you liked this episode. I'll see you next time.